If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. What's up? It's your girl Jazz Renee, and I've been jumped off the porch, but right now I'm jumping off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Period. Ain't no changing me. I'ma leave if you change on me. Basically, keep that fake love far away from me. Can't you see? It's a beast. In- All right, y'all. So we have the beautiful, talented Jasmine Renee with us jumping off the porch today. Don't gas me. You're, girl, quit. Uh-uh, we not even gonna do that because you sit up here looking like a bad. Thank you. I can't say it right now, but I'm gonna say it later. Bad bitch. <laughs> but you got, you didn't brought the gang with you. It's a hell yeah. Let's talk about it. Introduce everybody that you got sitting on you with, on the porch. Okay, I got the gang with me. First off, I got D Rich, be that bitch. Yeah, what's good? Y'all know where my girl Jai I got <laughs> foreign TZ, if it ain't foreign, it's boring. Hello. I got Big Ken, Get Money Ken, and Carnell. Ken and Carnell is like Barbie and Ken. <laughs> I got my girl Tay, t- the flyest, okay, fashionista. And I got Poppy over here rolling up big woods, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. You ain't that. I ain't that. You, you did, you did, you did. Okay, now, you know I mentioned earlier how I found out that you was a Virgo. So the people that's here, you know, we don't let a lot of people get close to us. So just them being in your presence, like, I know that means a lot to you. So just talk about the whole dynamic. Um. Yeah, you know. First of all, I'm a Virgo, you know how we, you know, but like for real, Virgos, we are very, we're extroverts, but we are introverts at the same time where we don't fuck with a lot of people because people was fake. So I got to guard up. I got a brick wall up all the time and it take a lot to bust that motherfucker down. But these motherfuckers did. Not him yet, but I just met him. That's what I said, So he don't really, he ain't break the wall down yet, but these motherfuckers did. They became family over the years I've been knowing. Her since mm-hmm. I was 14, I've been knowing him. You see what I'm saying? She said, turn the alarms off, put the phones on. Bring the alarm, I've been doing it too long. Um, <laughs> I've been knowing him for like eight years. I've been knowing him for like six, seven years. So shit, we locked in. If now, we locked in, ain't no switching that. Realistically, when do you feel safe to let your guard down? I never feel safe. <laughs> I never feel safe letting my guard down, honestly. It's always up. Even when it look like it's down, it's up. Because you want to know what? You just can't have your guard down. Motherfucker ain't about to catch me slipping. Right. Shit. You let him slip one time, they think it's a slip and slide around this bitch. <laughs> Fuck that. The guard is staying up, period. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. That's my Virgo sister over there. Okay, so I did notice that you don't really got a lot of interviews out, but I feel like you have a whole story to tell. Like you didn't been through a lot, you didn't seen a lot, and you've overcame a lot. And it's kind of like I don't even want to talk because I do want you to tell your story. But for the people that are not, well, haven't been introduced to you on our platform, I just want you to give us the whole rundown. Well. It's your girl, Jasmine Renee, the realest bitch in America, in the world, if you ask me. Artist, actress, influencer, entrepreneur, my entrepreneur. I'm a mama first, super mom. You don't see my cape, it's invisible, but it's on. 
And um, I'm really just me. I feel like I'm authentically myself. I like to unapologetically be me. Mm -hmm. Some people fuck with it, some people don't, but I'm wherever what you see is what you get type of person. Um, shit. I be kind of like showing myself all the time, so. I don't do too many interviews. I just started picking them up because at first I was like, I ain't wanna do no interviews because I don't like nobody asking me no fucking questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't even question yeah. me or, or like, <laughs> but you know, for the line of work that I'm in and the industry that I'm in, I feel like I gotta give my fans and supporters, you know, more of me so they can really know me more and know, you know, know me to love the real me. Mm -hmm. How did you get comfortable putting yourself out there? Cause that, just like being vulnerable enough and secure enough to like allow people to judge you and not affect you, I'm really curious to how, basically like how you just let that shit ride and not care about what other people think. Honestly, I ain't never been no shy bitch. Mm -hmm. Like I never, not even as a kid, I never was shy. Like I never really like gave a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like in real life, like I never gave a fuck. It's like, I just feel like you just, it's better to be yourself because it's the truth. It's harder to lie, you know? Once you start lying about who you are, then that lie just goes so fucking far. Now you just gotta keep lying. And I ain't with that lying shit, so. It's too much stress, too much energy to keep up with a lie. So I feel like I just always put myself out there. Um, I never, I just don't really feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Because who the fuck is these motherfuckers to judge me? You know, everybody got their skeletons in their closet, so I just show mine sometimes. If everybody showed theirs, then we wouldn't have so many people, you know, hiding who they are. But I just, I got a big ass mouth, so <laughs> when you got a big no, mouth. No, but I will say, bitch. no, <laughs> I will say one thing about you, like, you're not afraid to clap back. Like, you'll be. You be on it, like clapping the fuck, back. <laughs> clapping the oh, fuck back. <laughs> Have you ever thought, like, damn, let me chill out, let me, let me tone it down? You know what? I have thought about it. I thought about it. <laughs> I have thought about it, and to be honest, I do act on it sometimes. Mm -hmm. I literally, it's so much I don't respond to. People see me clap back, and it be like a big clap back, but that's because I've been holding this shit in. I ignore so much shit on a regular basis. Like if I responded or clapped back to everything that was targeted to me or disrespectful towards me, I would be on this bitch arguing every day with a weak ass bitch or a lame ass nigga. Cause you know, the internet is what it is. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to accept that. Um, Cause I used to clap back more, now I clap back less. It gotta really be something. I can't address every little thing a peon gotta say. You know what I'm saying? But it's so hard because it'd be like, damn, I'm human too, you know? Do you feel like you're misunderstood a lot? Yes, I feel like I'm very misunderstood. Yes. Um, but I think I'm misunderstood to people who don't really know me. Mm-hmm. Because once you know me, I feel like I make a lot of sense. Once you actually have a conversation with me about certain things and I break it down to you, my thought process on it, it's like, damn, this bitch really makes sense. Then. Once you know me, you know everybody else, they stupid. It's not me that's stupid. You know, I just act stupid sometimes. It be them, they really stupid, which make me act stupid, you know? I just, and then, like, I just don't do whole shit. So I feel like I don't go out my way to do whole shit to motherfuckers at all, whether I know you or I don't know you. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> a lot of the times the people that's saying whole shit don't know you at all. They just passing judgment on what they see on the internet and that's not real. Right. You know? Now, Jasmine Renee, you, that right there, like your name in itself, you're a whole brand. How long would you say it took for you to build your brand up? Thank you so much for that comment too, but um, I think I'm still building. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm not near, nowhere near, you know, where I desire to be as far as my name. I want my name to be a household name, you right. know? Like not just around, you know, places I'm familiar or, you know, I want, I want it to be like Jasmine Renee. Right now I feel like it's like Jasmine Renee, but I need it to be like Jasmine Renee, you feel me? <laughs> so I just feel like, um, I feel like it took me as long as, you know, I have been to get my name to be where it is, but I think that I do want it to go further and it's not where I think it should be. I, but you know, I'm working harder towards yeah. that to get it where, it, where I want it to be. But shit, I feel like Jasmine Renee, I feel like I've been a brand since birth. For real. I feel like I came out the womb on that. Mm -hmm. I got proof of this shit. I've been popping my shit since the, since the jit, nigga. I've been popping my shit since fucking preschool. Hoes been hating me. I've been around this bitch got hoes mad. They don't even know what they mad for. My lunch was better than theirs, something. Like shit, I swear to God, I've been dealing with this shit for a long time, but I've still been being me. And you know, I've been in like fine arts since a kid acting, you know, dancing, you know, all that stuff. Entertainment, period. I feel like I've been being molded for that since I was very, very small. And even singing. I mean, I ain't the best, but I was doing that shit. <laughs> okay, you say you have several different bands. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been on the radio since school, you know, as a radio personality. Oh, wow, for real? Hell yeah. I've been on the radio in high school. I was on the radio in college, Tennessee State University. Um, I didn't graduate, but... I was there and I was on the radio when I was there. So I feel like I just am an entertainer, you know, personality-wise. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Anything like that. Now, coming from Detroit as a woman, like, what would you say is the hustle that it really brings out of you? Detroit is like home of the hustlers, for real. It's literally home of the hustlers because we really getting it out the mud in the city. We don't have all the resources a lot of major cities have. We growing, Detroit is actually on the rise right now. I'm so proud of my city because we Literally, like our downtown used to be whack. And that was cool, you know what I'm saying? It's lit shit that's popping up all the time. But we don't got the resources people have. And you know, here like in Atlanta, Miami, New York, Vegas, big major cities that you can share. People go and they move to these cities to become stars, you know? You never really hear nobody move to Detroit for that. Mm -hmm. You're not like, damn, I want to be an actor. Let me move to Detroit. Even though right now, Detroit's movie scene is on the rise. We fucking to be up. I was just going to say that. We fucking to I be the fuck up. I was just going to say that. I'm sorry. Detroit got the movie, the independent, you know, the indie films on lock right now. Um, so that's something new that we actually deserved and they worked hard for. Um, 
What you go ahead, what you about to say? No, I'm about to say they do come there to steal talent though. They could like they do they scout a lot in the street. Oh yeah, they we got a lot of motion going on, but it's just like they really come scout for Detroit. Like I think I, I think it's just that's we, this just started to happen over the few years, like especially like in the music scene and in the movie scene. Our actors and actresses flying over doing shit in different states, but Detroit is a hard motherfucking city um, to become somebody. For one, everybody think they somebody in Detroit. They Detroit, everybody celebrities, and I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with it because shit, when you go out, everybody look like one. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with my city for that. We all, like, everybody, we got the baddest bitches, like, hair, game, lockdown, everything, head to toe. We got, we birthing bad bitches out of Detroit. Um, but we got to, it's like we working extra harder for that. We taking more chances. We taking more risks. We, we working harder because it's not like no handouts get, being gave out. I know I haven't got one. Shit. I be trying to look like young Miami, like. I'm waiting on my shit. <laughs> Nobody handing me shit yet. So you just got to have that drive and determination and that ambition. And where would you say you really got your start when it came to you being an all-around influencer? Where I got the start? Mm-hmm. You know how a lot of people be like, Instagram is what gave a lot of people their influence. Yeah. And hell yeah, like, thank you, Instagram. <laughs> shit. If you could, why wouldn't you, you know? But I don't feel like Instagram made me because I feel like I was popping since MySpace. <laughs> On some real shit, like, what? I literally was popping since MySpace. <laughs> Nigga, Facebook back then when you had a max of friends. So now you got to make a new page. Mm-hmm. Shit, MySpace popping, nigga, crush spot, ding, ding. You know what? I never got with Vivo. But I was like thinking I was so grown that I was on Black Planet. <laughs> you was like, how old was you on Black Planet? Shit, probably like probably like nine. <laughs> probably Girl. like nine somewhere with my friends. We didn't got on the computer real quick. Let's make a Black Planet because I got older sisters uh -huh. and stuff, and you knew what was going on, right? And you wanted to do it. So shit, I'm on that bitch sneaking, making Black Planets on that bitch. But yeah, no, for real. I feel like MySpace is really where I started to get big in my city. Mm -hmm. Oh, Twitter. <laughs> but Instagram took that shit to a whole nother level as far yeah. as influence because, you know, they created this whole new algorithm and shit. They doing a different shit. Now it's like all oh, pictures instead of words. We was on Twitter just talking shit. I used to talk so much shit on Twitter. I, I pray to God they don't go back and look at <laughs> my old tweets. That's the one thing I'm kind of worried about. But then it's like, fuck it, I they said that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I said it, <laughs> shit, what I'm gonna say? Oh, I ain't say that. I said it. You just gotta face the fact, that's fucked up, they be doing that to people. Yeah. Now, growing up, would you say you had a pretty cool childhood or did you feel like you had to grow up fast? I felt like I grew up, I grew up kind of fast. Mm-hmm. I do. I felt like I was doing so much shit before my time. Shit I should have waited on, honestly, because now it's like burnt out because you've been doing it for so long. Um, I feel like my childhood was fine. Like as a small kid, I think it was just like a typical, you know, growing up in the hood. Like growing up in the hood was fun. We weren't, it seemed like we weren't really doing shit, but that shit used to be fun for some reason. Just being outside, you know, 
But, I mean, I had like father problems, like daddy issues, but I feel like that's just a sad story that everybody can tell. So I don't like to shine too much light on it. Like I could sit up here and be like, my mama took care of me. My mama did everything for me. My daddy was in and out of jail, Mm -hmm. you know? My daddy, you know, like, I couldn't see my daddy no more because he got shot up at his house and my little brother had to hide in the closet. And now my mama like, fuck no, you ain't going over there. I'm mad at my mom as a kid, but as I'm an adult now and I have a kid of my own, I look back and see like some shit was necessary, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just got to play the cards that you was fucking dealt. Shit, you can't do shit about it when you a kid. Right. You got to roll with the punches, whatever they saying, you know? But that don't, you don't get a pat on the back because your daddy went around. You know what I'm saying? You don't get that. We black, nigga. Like, that's a part of what we go through. Like, on the vast majority, I feel like now the new generation, we got good dads around this bitch. And I applaud all my niggas. That's like, you know, in my generation, because I feel like we showing out with the, um, as parents. Um, I see way more dads, full-time dads now than back then. I think now it's because we got Instagram and shit like that. Because, bitch, you ain't do shit for this motherfucking baby, nigga. We gonna post this shit on the gram, nigga. Everybody gonna know. Back in the day, your daddy went around. Ain't nobody knew but your family and your friends. Right. That was family you know? gossip. And then we put shit on the floor. We put shit on the floor around this bitch. Johnny ain't came and picked up motherfucking Jante. Where the fuck is you at? Like, nigga, we seeing this shit all the time. And I think that it's just so much being exposed now that got people walking on eggshells with everything. So your experience with motherhood, what age did you have your son? I was 19 when I got pregnant. I was 19 when I got pregnant too. For real? I was, yeah. Yeah, we was doing just anything. <sighs> I, I would say if I could go back, damn, I don't even talk like this on camera. Uh, okay, if I could go back, I would say my lesson learned is, I would say now, like, my, if I were to have another kid, I will wait until I experience more life. Cause you know, when you have your first kid, like you in love, like you so caught up under that you don't even realize how much life it is until after you have a kid and you like, dang, like mm-hmm. it's so much more life to live. I definitely agree and resonate with what you said. Cause I feel like if you a good mom, you would think when a bitch pop a baby out of her pussy that she gonna love it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it don't always work like that. Right. But I feel like that's something that's supposed to be natural. And I think that when you do have a baby at any age or any situation that you in, because everybody's shit is different, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like you sit down. So when I was pregnant at 19 and had my baby, I sat down. Literally for like two years, I missed everything. I felt like I, I was so infatuated with my baby, but I didn't want anybody else to watch him. He was so small. Yes. Yeah. So now I'm missing all the club parties, all my friends. I, I'm 19, 20, 21. And you went home with this baby. And I think that I wouldn't change what I did because it made me who I am. And I'm so obsessed with my son. He's so perfect. Um, But it's like I would tell younger girls, wait, don't do it at 19. Because I was doing shit that, nigga, you, now you 19 acting like you 30. And you supposed to be outside. You know? Now you got to raise this baby. And then now you miss that time. So now you go outside later. Now you just an old bitch outside. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I'm saying? Up, now you because you have to wait that. until 
for, you have to wait until your kid is more independent. Yeah, you can't. To really be outside, you know, not like just hanging. Let, look, I'm talking about that real outside shit, right. nigga. Me and my friends and shit, we be outside, like, for real. Like, ain't no, ain't no street lights. We out, nigga. We outside. <laughs> you feel me? And I feel like at that time, you want to have that time when you're young. It takes your childhood away a little bit. It makes you grow up fast. Yeah, it You does. have to raise somebody else. And then, it was like me and my baby, we so close because it's like we grew up together. Mm-hmm. You know? What would you say were like some hardships that you and your child really had to go through together? Me and my baby, we kind of we be like good. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed to be able When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor... State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. ...to do the stuff that I do. I do stuff for my son that I always wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? My, when I was growing up, my mama was a hustler. She was getting money, so she, she wasn't always around. I was get, damn near raised by my grandparents. You know what I'm saying? Because she working nights at Chrysler. You know? And they taking me to school. They picking me up. They doing all this shit. I feel like... um. Yeah, I was saying that I feel like Chase is good. Um, one thing that I did go through with my baby that had me kind of fucked up was that when my baby was born, he had to go to the NICU um, and he had to stay there for 10 days. And that was the devastating part of my life. I could cry, I cry about this on his birthday because you know, like when you have your baby and, you, and they put that baby on your chest, you hold this baby, you want the baby, you want to leave with your baby. Mm-hmm. And they only let me stay in the hospital for three days. So for seven days, I had to leave and um, I, cu- I couldn't have a, a hospital room. So they had like a schedule where they feed the babies down there. Mm-hmm. And I was so anal about it that I never left. They, I got so cool with the nurses down there that they let me stay there till four in the morning. And then I had to leave. And then I would be right back at eight. And I stayed there all day for them seven days because I didn't even want them feeding my baby. I fed my baby for 10 days. He had to stay in there, and then I finally got to leave and go home with him. But I was fucked up. Because, you, you know, you, when, you, when you have your babies, like, birth is such a fucking crazy thing to go through. Anything can happen at delivery. And that really fucked me up. So after that, I just, other than that, I ain't really went through shit. Like, that I would think is like a hard shit. Mm-hmm. I think I went through life. I had a baby young, I had to get out here, get this money, get a job, go to work, do regular people shit. You know, that's not a hardship, that's handling your shit. That's handling your responsibility. And um, I ain't wanna be no bum ass mama. So I went working at plants and shit, doing overtime. I was, shit, I was slaving for $1,000 a week when I first had my baby. And then I just switched it up, started investing, doing other things, um, you know. What was your first investment? My first investment was into my lash business. I was doing lash extensions. Uh-huh. Um, it was when lash extensions first kind of got popular. Everybody wasn't doing them. People weren't even doing volume sets then. It was just classics. Um, that's what I did. And then I just saved money up from that, and then I opened up a shop because I was kind of forced to open up a shop because the lady who shop I was working at, 
she was closing it down. And it, I, I was at the time shopping to go in other shops, but then I was like, fuck it, I'm about to open up a shop. I had saved my money and shit, and I just did that. Um, I had a shop open for six years. Um, from 2016 to, to January 2022. Damn, how, <laughs> how was you doing that? With, and then doing hosting, and then running the shop? Girl, you gotta just do this shit, you, shit. You gotta make that shit work. You can't sit around, you gotta get to the, to the bag. Mm -hmm. Especially when you trying to do other things. I need to make more money to invest in the next thing, so you gotta get the fuck up. All that lazy ass shit. You know, I just be just doing. Now I am happy because I'm doing things that I like to do. I'm doing things that I love and enjoy and I've been doing since a kid. And it came back around full circle. And I'm happy about that. You manifested it when you were younger and now it's coming into fruition now that you're older. Hell yeah. I wanted to be so much shit. I changed what I wanted to be so many times. <laughs> I used to want to be a motherfucking, I, at first I wanted to be, be an actress. As a kid, I was saying I was gonna be a movie star. Then I actually wanted to be a rapper because I was obsessed with Eminem and Mystical, for real. Um, I was kind of crazy, like that's why I fucked with Eminem. Because <laughs> I used to be in that bitch, like I ain't seen my daddy, he ain't come. And I used to go in that bitch, play some Eminem, I'm in that bitch crying, rapping Eminem. I swear to God, I was weird. Yeah, I, think I, love I was in that bitch rapping Eminem, crying. He always just hit you. He always, yeah, Mystical used no, to just make me mad, I was mad. Danger. Yeah. But um, literally mad, I get in trouble, I'm banging, it ain't my fault. And that bitch. My favorite song was More Money, More Problems at a point. The more money you come across. That. I had it on a cassette. <laughs> I had it on a cassette, right? And I used to have a little Barbie um, stereo. And I used to play that song. Oh, it was only one song on that bitch. I used to play that bitch all day. Then I would occasionally throw in a Think Pink Barbie cassette. Think Pink is the color of the world. Think Pink. <laughs> I was, I was on that. Um, then I grew up, then I thought I wanted to be a news anchor. And I, what? I can see you doing that. I actually had an internship at Fox Tubu. I, I posted it on my story once. I can see you doing that. I wanted to be a news anchor, but then I was like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck to report this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If not for real. Like, and no, it's just too no, much it negativity. It'd be a lot of tea on the news. Hella tea, but damn, it's just so much chaos. I have like anxiety. If you if you sit and watch the world news and you really figure up. out what's going on everywhere, that is anxiety. That That's an anxiety scary, attack. That's why I'm watching. Then I wanted to be a radio personality and I did that. Um, I actually was on a, I was on this radio station in, in my city called 88.1 FM. I was on there with one of my closest friends, Stewie. Mm -hmm. I met him there. Um, it was like a lower budget um, station that we still have to this day, and we had a show on there. And then my nigga Stewie, he got a fucking offer at 107.5, which is one of our hot hip hop stations. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, my nigga Stewie going crazy. They didn't ask me though. Um, <laughs> but I was happy that Stewie was on there. So I used to be going up there with him and shit. Um, I had a baby after that. I was doing that on summer at 88.1. Um, then I just, not, then it became not about what I wanted to do and what I had to do once I had a baby. 
I need to get this money every week around this bitch. Not just some little, you know, it's hard in the entertainment industry. People think you just wake up rich around this bitch or you just wake up able to have this high ass rate. No, it's like you gotta crawl before you walk. You gotta walk before you run. You feel me? I still feel like I'm crawling right now. I feel like I'm like in between crawl and walk. Like I'm on one leg, like, you know what I'm saying? Right now, cause I feel like I crawled, but nigga, I'm trying to pick it up. But at that time, having a baby, I had to get some money for show. I, you know, now I'm working at boutiques and shit. I'm a manager. I'm working at Chrysler building cars. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I was supposed to be doing. That's not what God had for me. But that's what I was doing. It was a, right. it was a you know, it was a short-term thing for me to get to the long-term, and that's how I go. It ain't nothing overnight for everybody. You got some people around this bitch that's jumping up, nigga, that, that, they got that good luck. But sometimes you don't always, the luck ain't always on your side with everybody. You gotta really go through shit to get what you want. Um, Cause I didn't really wanna do no fucking lashes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't, but at the time it was a pop popular thing to do to get some money real quick. Bitches paying 125, 150, 175 for a full set around this bitch. And I already had a platform because even still, I had the platform before I had a baby. I was hosting parties at 17, 18 in a strip club. I wasn't even 21. I had a, a nightly at a strip club called 007 on the east side. On Seven Mile East Out of Drive, they got me at that bitch every Friday. I'm, I'm 17. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Did anybody ever find out your real age? Or you just, they already knew your real age, but they was like. I was lying saying that I was 18 for a minute. Well, bitch, you damn near was. I was. I even lied to my baby daddy and told him I was 18. And I was really 17. He was trying to talk to me, asked me how old I was. I thought he looked a little older than me. I'm like, I'm 18. You know what I'm saying? I'm 17. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, like on my baby, like we talk about Damn, this. Damn, when you say your real age? Um, when my birthday came. I swear to God, ask this one. You gonna see this nigga. No, no, literally. He, he was telling people, because now we like each other for real, so like now it's like a little thing. So he telling people, like, yeah, it's Jazz's birthday, like, you know. They tell, he telling people, like, I'm 19. Like, yeah, she turning 19. And I had pulled up on him and all these people, and they like, dang, you, they like, you 19, you still young, da 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 da. But then I had some friends around. They looking at me like, 19. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looking like, why are you looking like that? And I just told the nigga, like, look, I'm 18. I'm like, I'm 18 now, we good now. Okay. <laughs> Shit, That's we good now, that. what we gonna do now? Hello. I'm 18 now. So, you are. <laughs> I did, I used to be lying about my age to these niggas back in the day. I was a little fast, a little something. I used to be walking to the store, acting like I was pigeon toed. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, how old is you? And I'll be like, you know, I'm 15. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bitch, I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> what? I swear to God. Dog, wait till, you got to FaceTime Tiff because one time, literally, I was 12, and they was a little bit older than me. I always had older people around me, and we was riding bikes, right? Nigga, we literally was leaving. Like, you know, we ain't had no phones or nothing. We literally rode bikes from motherfucking Seven Mile and Hoover, nigga, all the way to Seven Mile and Gratiot, <laughs> if y'all know how far that is. 
That's far at 12. <laughs> at 12? That not is boys. Boys be outside. at that's 12. Like, at 12, some little girl should that's not be riding a bike from Hoover to Gratiot right no. with no phone. Right. With no phone. That's, that's the boys be outside. <laughs> that is a long way as a kid at 12. That's two miles. 12? That's two miles? Yes. First of all, she is a little girl. Yes, it's different with boys. Like, she not boys jump off the porch. Outside. Yeah, boys jump off the porch. Boys be outside at eight. But boys naturally like it's a like girls like anything can happen. You gonna let your daughter ride that bitch? Yeah, so we sneaking. We not allowed to do that. But we are. We are was flat chested and it was the summertime and I had this idea. Yeah, and look, let me tell you. I done had two motherfucking breast reductions because these titties got so big, but I swear to God, when I was y young, I prayed for titties. That's your karma. Like, I literally prayed, like, on hands and knees, like this, because I didn't have no titties, and bitches' titties was coming, and mine wasn't. I was literally praying, like, Lord, please, give me some boobs, Lord, because you can't say titties to God. So I literally was saying stuff like that, like, please give me some boobs, please give me some breasts, and that. That's why you watch what the fuck you say, cause them bitches just was like, it's it's non-stopping. I make them go like this, and then they go back again. You say you have to do two uh, breast reductions. Mm-hmm. I never got my breasts bigger. I've only got them smaller. Um, but we was flat chested then, and I was like, let's blow up some water balloons and put them in our shirts. Girl, I will call my my best friend right now and put her on Facetime so the camera could hear this shit. My fast ass, I just had to make my balloons bigger than everybody else. <laughs> like, but what shirts was y'all wearing though? The, like, little like tight little camis. You know how the camis you was wearing, like the tight ones, yeah. the camisoles from Aeropostale. They got the like built-in, they got like the built-in sports bra up under it. Right. Hell yeah, that hold them motherfucker. You ain't got no titties, you flat. The, the little sports bra is holding the um. So you, if you looked at them, you couldn't even tell these was water balloons. You want to know what? We look the goddamn <laughs> Because I'm literally riding my bike, these bitches bouncing. Like, we riding bikes with these bitches. So you know how water balloons bounce for real. Like, we riding bikes with these bitches. We riding these bikes. Oh this nigga yelled loud. These niggas on, on somebody's porch, they yell loud. Damn, you look like you 12 with titties. <laughs> and I really was 12 with titties. And they, we just joke about this all day. But I made mine so much oh bigger. But I always was fast. Like, I got pictures of me, like, popping, like twerking at four years old, like hands on the ground. Like I posted stuff on my birthday, hands on the ground, nigga popping at my fourth birthday. So I was three yesterday. You get what I'm saying? Just yesterday I was three and I'm on that bitch popping hands on the ground, baby. Like on that. That's what I'm saying. This is really who I am. Oh my God. <laughs> you need your own show. <laughs> so do you feel like, okay, so from your standpoint, since you did grow up pretty fast, do you feel like now social media has girls growing up even faster? Hell yeah, you see these motherfuckers? Girl, these motherfuckers, I ain't gonna lie, they looking good, but they looking too good for the age because, see, I was lying about my age, and I really didn't look to par. These girls look to par. These 14, 15-year-olds, they look like they 19, 20. These, they thick as fuck. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is in the water because why we didn't have that shit? <laughs> it, I like never, never filled out ever. Like, and I just feel like, damn, like these kids now, 
You ain't been seeing them. They got I full feel. faces and makeup on. <laughs> At motherfucking in middle at school, they wearing lace fronts. I couldn't imagine going to middle school with a full. Like, they got like, full they got motherfucking. Front. They got full makeup on going to prom. They got like on, going to homecoming. We didn't have that shit. We had motherfucking eyeshadow and some lip gloss. Looking dry. Looking what? What lace? Literally. You was lucky if you could color your hair. Well, that shit wasn't even around. No, they in middle school it, with pink yes. and red hair. Now in middle school, you could not pink and red hair in middle school. They low-key got it good because they can go to makeup artists and get that stuff done. It's so many people doing makeup now. Like We used to have to go to the MAC counter and get that little ugly Yes, you have to go to MAC and they'll make you like a clown. And then you think you like the baddest thing walking. Red lipstick, fire red lipstick. Oh, don't even get me started. I was looking like a clown. (laughs) No, but I also, I do, like, they are going up fast, but I do feel a little bad for them because... I feel like they got this unnecessary pressure to try to keep up because of what they're seeing so much of it's hard. on social media. It is, it is, because when you want just one of them girls, you know, you want to stay on trend at all times. Mm-hmm. That shit is a job, keeping up with that shit. And I think it does grow, grow girls up. But shit, I don't know. I think I grew up a little bit fast and I'm fine. What? <laughs> Can't leave it back for long. Yeah. You know, you know. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I did grow up fast too, but it's like when you grow up fast like that, you got so much wisdom though, because you didn't already been through that. So it's like somebody could come to you and they're like, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. And they could be a little younger than you or be your same age, but you didn't already been through that shit. Like you didn't already did that. So you already know how to approach a lot of situations and you don't fold under pressure when you have grew up fast. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't gonna fold anyway. Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> not right. really like a foldable bitch. Period. You feel me? Like, like you're not a chair. I'm definitely not a chair. Like, <laughs> I can't, like, you can't just have a seat. You know what I'm Hello. saying? Like, mm-mm, folding. And let's take a shot today. Who, who's gonna do that? Cause then guess what? What you gonna do, fold and lay there? Eventually you're gonna have to unfold. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so you might as well have to just stay unfolded. Nigga, stand on business around this bitch. That's, cause if you don't, motherfuckers gonna play with you. And I don't like being played with. Who likes to be played with? Like, don't play with me. Unless I'm playing. Like, if we playing, then we playing. But don't just play with me. You feel me? Like, I'm not a kid. Don't play with me. I'm childish sometimes. When I'm being childish, we can play. But don't play with me. You feel me? <laughs> I like that you admit that you can be childish. Because people be trying to act like they too, they too good. Like, I'm a, little, I'm, I'm a lot of childish. I got a lot of going to do. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's good that you know that, though, and you're But aware. I'm still young. Yeah. So. How old are you? Well, actually, don't answer that. How old am I? Yeah, I was going to ask you that, but you ain't got to answer it. How old do you think I am? Uh, don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> um, I would say 20, 28, 29. Why? Because I said my, I, I was pregnant at 19. Mm-mm. You just give me like 28, 29. Are you older than that? What do I? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> I ain't liking. I'm not. Are like, you? Tw- are you? I'm 27? not like down the 30s. I'm not down my. Are 30s. you 27? How old do I look? It's giving 27 through 29. Damn, that's how old I look. You should see me without makeup. So we're getting. How old are you? 
Me? Yes. I'm like very young. Wow. <laughs> Somebody said, what are the friends? Hey. He's 21. This is what I'm saying. I'm old enough to beat a bitch ass, and I'm young enough to beat that bitch ass. And you want to know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that means it's no age limit. You getting that ass beat? No. <laughs> like, ooh, that's how you go decipher your No age matter if you motherfucking 18 to if you motherfucking 60, you might get that ass beat. Okay, for real, but how old are you? I'm not in my 30s. I'm not in my 30s. You in the middle? No. You're younger? Yes. Girl, are you 20? You said 21. Are you 21? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> you was in a range. 27. You was in that, in that range that you had, that little that window. <laughs> that's, where, that's where it was at. It was around there. I ain't all the way down there. I'm not all the way up there. Now, I want to get into your rap career, so... Wait, because I do want to say, though, bitches is younger than me, and they look older than me. So, you know what I'm saying? Like... Because <laughs> <laughs> I just have to say this. These bitches be just, like, talking like they so young. But they really look, like, old as the fuck. Like, boo, like, you should not even say your age because it's not looking too good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to lay off of something. Whatever it is you need to lay off of, you need to lay off of it. I don't know if it is the drugs. I don't know if it is the <laughs> liquor. I don't know if it is the weed, if it is the shrooms, if it is the job. <laughs> lay off it because bitches is looking old as the fuck. And, or drink some fucking water, bitches. That's the problem. These bitches ain't drinking water or something. Like, these bitches looking old around this bitch. And I feel like age isn't a bad thing. Not if you look good. No, it's not at all. Okay, so your rap career, you haven't been rapping for that long, but I did get to dive into your catalog, and I'm not gonna lie, like, you... Don't guess me. No, it's there. Don't guess me. It's there, it's there. Thank you. How has your journey been with music? Um, it's really been fun. I'm just really having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm doing something that I always wanted to do and that I actually like doing, you know? And I'm happy to be doing it because I was six, seven years old saying I wanted to be a rapper. I was nine, 10, where my mama had linked me with a musician named Israel and he was writing me raps. But we kind of fired him because he was just, I just, he's very talented, but I was like eight or nine and the rights that he, the, the rights, the raps that he was writing me, I just was like, it was too deep for me. like. What? <laughs> what did he have me talking about? I swear to God, one of the raps that he wrote me, it was literally he was saying something like, "When you when they cut the umbilical cord or something." <laughs> <laughs> this how you know I'm not lying because I remember this. I was literally like eight nine, and he said something about a, he, I'm rapping like when they cut, like saying like when they cut the umbilical cord. Right. And at the time, I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And I was asking my mom, like, "Mom, what is this?" And I'm like, he rapping like it's him, like, I'm good. you know what I'm saying? She found him at the church, like, that's what, like, why you, <laughs> what? <laughs> you she found him at the church. Okay, but. Yeah, I, but you want to know what? He actually is really, really good, but I don't think he was good to be writing for, like, a kid, a, yes. a female child at that. 
because I was like the umbilical cord, like this not given. Like, I'm like this not given. When I wrapped this to my friends, it just wasn't. <laughs> Do you remember your first like your first rap for real when you were younger? Man, we used to be writing raps. Um, we used to be freestyling, just having fun. I posted some videos of me being like 14, rapping with a little short little rap. I had blonde hair with an Aeropostale collar shirt on. I thought I was sweet. Right. Um, she used to be around. We used to be, we used to be freestyling and all type of shit. I used to be on radio. We used to have like Freestyle Fridays, stuff like that. Um, so me just, you know, growing up as an adult and, you know, being in the entertainment industry, because I always have been, I've been hosting parties since I was 17 in the club, strip clubs, nightclubs. Um, it was something like it's in the box, you know, and it's something that I always wanted to do. I'm doing everything I wanted to do since a kid. I've been in plays like church plays since a kid. Plays at school, me and her used to be in plays. Um, I was a thespian when I graduated from high school, meaning I've been in so many plays and so many musicals. Mm -hmm. I was a lead in a musical. Can you believe she was, she was running, I remember she was running from prom queen. And you would think Jazz was really a rapper. Like she had a whole poster. This is what I was like, I was like she's different. Cause she was- No, that was homecoming queen. That was homecoming queen. Cause she was out, she was new to the school. Uh -huh. And I was just like, that she had a whole poster right when you leave to go to the buses. A whole poster. That bitch was dumb. On, standing like oh, this. Okay, so they gotta see. I did have chains on. You couldn't miss me. <laughs> and she had these big ass posters around the whole school. You couldn't piss me. Miss, like miss literally miss me. They literally. They was literally like six foot by six foot posters. Yes. I fucked them up. Everybody she came did. in that bitch with she these did. little posters. I said, Ma, take me to Kinko's now. <laughs> I'm about to fuck them up, bitch. I did a photo shoot. I did a photo shoot for my shit. My shit took up whole walls in that bitch. People didn't understand how to receive that energy. You know? Right. You're literally putting that in the air. I came to the school late because yeah. I got kicked out of my last school. <laughs> What'd you get kicked out of your last school for? I got kicked out of my last school because just some fighting shit. Like, to be honest, I never started the fights. Bitches just didn't like me for no reason. So um, I was actually in the ninth grade. I met her in high school. Yep. So then, really, I got into a whole bunch of fights there because people was picking on me. They thought I was little. I was tiny as fuck. You should have seen me. Just look like I'm 14, but I look like I'm 11. But I'm cute as fuck. And, you know, so, like, when I come into school, bitches just ain't like me. And then I got a big personality. I've, I've always been the same. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, you, you, you hear me before you see me. You know, and people don't like that all the time. Then when you see me, I'm cute as fuck. Yeah, ho. You thought it was a trick, bitch. No. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, niggas like me. I come here in the ninth grade and people just, you know, it was actually shit. I have had instances where a bitch don't like me. And when you ask her, why you don't like her? Why you don't like Jasmine? And she like, I just don't. <laughs> I, knew that's what about to say. I just don't like her and I don't have to like her. You know, shit like that. So mm -hmm. I'm like, well, fuck you, bitch. I don't like that bitch either, but I just don't like her because she don't like me. <laughs> Never really gave a fuck about her. Didn't even notice you, bitch. Yeah. You was literally like, bitch, a fly on the wall to me. I didn't even, re I didn't even realize you was next to me, ho. But now you don't like me. So now I don't like you. And bitches was literally wanting to fight me. Like ninth grade, freshman year, I fought, I probably fought a senior, a junior, and two sophomores. 
And I got jumped. Um, they came to my mama's house because everybody knew my mama worked at Chrysler because she worked nights, so I was kind of bad. Um, I used to like hear, hear everybody come over. My mama, I, we lived in an apartment. I had everybody come over. My mama went to work. She had an extra car. I found a spare key. I used to take that bitch and go, nigga, go see niggas and everything. And then I used to come back. I used to go to the gas station and put the exact amount of gas right back at that bitch and park that bitch the same way, put the key back. You was outside. Yeah, she was. My mama at Chrysler, nigga. When I call her, she can't even answer the phone. You feel me? Yeah, she not even answering. She not even calling me. And when I call her, I can't even get an answer. I'm 14. I'm mad. We doing what? We in this bitch bongs in this bitch, nigga. We in this bitch rolling up all type of shit. It was going down, nigga. I swear to God. And people knew that my mama was gone. These girls came to my mama's house to jump me. Mm -hmm. This girl named Jasmine Jones set me up, whole ass bitch. I never forget. She set me up. She called me, told me to come outside. She lived in an apartment building across the street. I came outside. These bitches outside. But after that, I went to go jump these bitches back. And my mama was with the shits. And I told my mama, they, my mama, for one, I had told my mama, you know, what was going on. My mama ended up pulling up, nigga. She was in like a Jeep Commander. She was on a motherfucking lawn, nigga, driving. This back when she was with that shit. She kind of, you know, have gotten older now. She be like, Jazz, I'm getting tired of this. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like right now, like she pulling up but I'm already jumped at this point. So the next day, all my close friends didn't go to my school. Mm -hmm. So my mama went and picked their ass up. Tiff, Ash, Nita, and Camila picked their motherfucking ass up early from their school. Drove them to my school and we went and jumped the first bitch back. <laughs> yep, we jumped this bitch back right at cheerleading practice. Because of that, I got expelled. For one, I was already in trouble for another fight that took place at home. You know, when you fight at home, you still get suspended. Um, I fought this one bitch at home. It was me and my friend Toya against this girl named Nicole and Ashanti. We grew up. This is kid shit, though. Like, I actually ended up growing up and, you know, getting over that high school shit. But that was, it happened at my house. Yeah. So we all got suspended for that because we said on a half day, like, yeah, come to Jazz House. We about to, you know, wooty woo. And I was already in trouble. Then that happened. And then we brought outsiders to the school. They kicked me out of school for 180 days. They wanted me to go to alternative school. But my mama had a side hustle doing vending machines at the school that she was at. She had like that whole, like a lot of schools in that city. Mm -hmm. So but I didn't want to go to an alternative. Like that's, that's you know, you don't want to, like, and that's like, sometimes shit happens, but I was on the verge of going to alternative school. Who wants to go there? Yeah. Now you can't dance, you can't cheer, you can't do all this shit. You on this probation, period. Got time for that. My mama pulled some strings and had me go to her school. So, but I was like on a strict thing, like I couldn't get in trouble. And I still came there and got in trouble, was getting in trouble. But we were so cool with the principal. I was so cool with a lot of people because I was a good kid. I was never starting shit, but if it's shit, then fuck it, it's some shit. You know? Mm-hmm. And it was a black school, so. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more lenient there. And if you cool with people, you in. I don't think it was more lenient. I do not think it was more lenient. I got suspended more there. Really? Yes, I got suspended more there for every little thing. But when you went extracurricular activities, jazz was in like everything. I feel like you still don't feel like it was like you got a little bit more slack then. I feel like I got slack because of the connections that I made. I got so cool with all the people, all the teachers and shit. I fucked with everybody in there. I think I did have lenience, but I still think I was always in trouble. 
I feel like, that's how you know I was in trouble because they didn't allow me to be on the student council. You don't remember that? I went to do the student council and they told me I couldn't be in the student council because of some shit that I did in the past. Then when I went homecoming queen, I tried to run for prom queen, they said I couldn't run for prom queen because I was already homecoming queen. I feel like there was a lot of whole shit going on. <laughs> now with your rap career now, what are some things that you're learning? Um, I'm learning, um, one of the main things that I'm learning and working on is just consistency. Right, yeah. Being more consistent. I think that's just really like all uh, that. I think like, I, I think I got the shit. I just think I just, you know, need to work on more consistency, but I do so many other things. It's, it's hard. Um, I need to make my focal point that, mm -hmm. you know, to progress to where I want to go in the time span that I need to, you know? Cause I'm doing movie. I'm doing a lot of movies now. Are you in the um? Are you in the Dirty D? I am series? in the Dirty D new series. Oh my god! Let me take a shot to that. That shit was good as fuck. No, the ending. The ending made me so mad. Cause I'm like, how the hell y'all just gonna end it like that? Like how y'all gonna throw that plot twist out of us? We st like when? Are you allowed to spill any type of tea? Man. I wish I could. <laughs> but the lady who wrote that motherfucker, Lisa LB, she don't fucking play. I ain't got time to be arguing with Lisa about me spilling something. I just like to do what I'm supposed to do. Right. So what? if somebody say don't say something, then I'm not going to say something. Okay. But you got to say don't say it. Because she, or you know, it could be on the floor. Because I'm the type of person, you can say what I said. Right. I said it. I don't fucking care. Like, well, I already posted Jade. Jade. You already posted. I posted well, Jade. You know, Miss Jade is all the things you gotta watch the tune in flat out. And, and if y'all seen the Dirty the first season, you already know that shit was fire without me. That I didn't have to. No part of how good. Jade, hey, hey. <laughs> I didn't have no part no, of how good it was, it was. It was definitely. So now like, that I'm in it, like, what's up? Come on, let's take a shot to that one. No, it gets yeah. dirty in season two. I'll say that. It gets real fucking dirty. I love this for you. I, I, I'm already knowing, like, I would love this for you because just going back to what you said, like, as you were younger and you did all these different things and then you stated how um, you're finally getting to do the things that you want to do. Like, it's really beautiful to see. Thank you so much. It's so surreal. Damn. She gone. No more chaser. Um, yeah, I, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. I'm good at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have the persona, I have, you know, I feel like I have the talent, I have the look, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I feel like I have the strength. Shit, you I know. can do all things through Christ with strength is me. Amen. You don't feel like you know. I know. You know you, all that shit, you don't Like, I'm for know. sure, that's why I pop my shit. These bitches can't fuck with me. Okay, so Even now. Even if they was fucking with me, I feel like that, but I fuck with the bitches that fuck with me. But if you don't fuck with me, then suck a dick. Right. A fat one. With back. a curve, bitch. <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> My girl don't got nothing in her head. So now that you're reaching new levels, when it comes to drama, how are you handling it now than you would have in the past? Drama. She could get like that. <laughs> Don't start you, you can't park you. Don't start Hello. me, you can't fucking park me. Like, I hate drama, honestly. I hate it, it's draining. You know, but once the drama starts, fuck you, let's have fun. 
You know what I mean? I don't start drama. But I'll, I'll engage and partake if it's worth it, if, if, if you want to really do that. If you want to jump off the porch, bitch, we're going to jump off the motherfucking porch. And we're going to do this shit. I don't take disrespect lightly. Like I said earlier, I ignore a lot of shit. So when it's time to not ignore, you're going to catch the wrath, ho. And even still, I'm literally like being nice. I could be much worse. I could be evil. And I don't like that for me. I don't like seeing me like that. Because I don't give a fuck. And I've been giving a fuck lately. Even the little light shit motherfuckers been seeing, this shit that motherfuckers been seeing to me was light. I swear to God, light. Motherfuckers don't really want me to push it on the floor around this bitch. Everybody gonna be mad. It's gonna be motherfucking World War III around this bitch. Leave me alone. Leave me the fuck alone, cause I'm chilling, I'm blow, I'm high, I'm somewhere put up with Tug, we out of town, and y'all bitches mad. On the internet. Like, you gotta be really bored to really do all the shit that bitches be doing. Like, and then when I do, when I respond, I literally Gotta make myself get up and do this shit. Cause I really don't care. It's just another hoe that's mad. I said, hoes been mad at me since I was three years old. I don't give a fuck if a hoe mad. Bitch, I'ma see you like, ah, bitch. <laughs> and I'm gonna do everything I said I was gonna do. And that's how I handle drama. I don't, if I don't say it, I'm not gonna do it. If I said I'm gonna do it, bitch, I'ma do it. You wanna know why? Because what type of weak ass bitch say they gonna do some shit and don't do it? never coming at. I never came at. I'm not coming at. Fuck no. I don't see it for me. I don't see it in the future being a bitch that's not on shit. <laughs> like, you know and that's, just, that's just what it is. That's the, like, no, that's like, but, but I don't want to be on shit. I'm like 50 cent. I feel like I'm like a female 50 cent almost. Yeah, I, get I really feel like that. I don't want the problem, <laughs> but if you want a problem, then okay, let's have a problem. I don't want the problem, but I'm not against the problem if you really want the problem. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just praying for me because I'm, I don't want to go to jail. In some situations, how you really thinking about jail? Nigga, you don't even understand because it be just too much for no reason, you know? And people are like users. They use drama for, you know, for personal gain. And like, I don't want to be known for that. I don't like that. But they make me do this shit. I really be like, I don't want to do this. But I gotta do this. Why y'all make me do this? And I be the victim. I really be the victim. But, no, but, but when I'm done, I look like the bully. No, they be fucking with you. They be starting with you. No, all the time. Yeah. People start with me. I don't start with people. I'm too high to just start a, un, a problem. Start a problem for what? Right. When I could go smoke real quick and then I could go to motherfucking Roof Chris real quick and chill. I could catch a flight, go somewhere, like argue on this bitch for what? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? To be honest, but people think I like to argue. I don't like to argue. I'm just good at it. But I got these hands too at the end of the day. Period. <laughs> and you know, in the event that I didn't have them, I'ma throw them and I'ma lose before somebody play with me. And that's why I'm just working on me. You know what I mean? Cause who wanna keep doing that when you trying to, when you trying to grow, you know? 
But when people trying to grow, they bring you down to try to get, to try to get, like, I don't got time for that. But if, if you, if, if you on my list, it's coming. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not never looking for it. But on the event that is there, that's what it is. You know, I'm too grown to be riding around looking for bitches. I did that. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that. I'm busy, bro. But when I see bitches, it's up, nigga. <laughs> That's it. So, um, you did drop Intro to a Rebel, and I want you to talk about that really quick and the inspiration behind it before we wrap up. Intro to a Rebel is actually like a really, it's really one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, the video is basically just about me. It's stuff in the video that means something to me that I never even explained. It's like, if you know, you know, you know? Um, a lot of the things in there that I showcase in the video, um, for one, I have my son in the video. I saw that, that was so cute. And he's my favorite person in the whole fucking world. Nobody can fuck with Chase. I swear to God, he can't. I can't fuck with Chase. <laughs> I can't. I can't fuck with him. That, he, that boy's something else. I'm trying to tell you, he got something. Mm. You know how everybody say about, that about their kids? Nah, it's some ones that, that really do. That little nigga something else. Everybody be like their kids something else, don't they? But no, nah, this one, he different. <laughs> so, um, I got him in there because he just fucking wants to be in the video so goddamn bad. Mommy, put me in the video, put me in the video. I'm hearing this all the time. He know I got shoots going on. And he's like, what you doing? I'm like, I'm going to a video shoot. What song you doing? He asking me this. I'm telling him. He's like, can I be in a video? No, son. You can't be and do that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't be and don't. Yes. do that shit, though. He do, but like, he thought he should be and do that shit because I said courtside at the gang. Got my son sitting on floor seats. Okay. He thought that he should be in a video sitting on the floor. Uh -huh. got a, I mean, he got, he, got a, he got a point. He got a point. My dog got a point. But do that shit. The concept of the video, which is coming soon, is so provocative mm -hmm. yeah. that he can't be in it. Can't throw that in there. Yeah, you know, because I say I'm moaning all throughout. Do that shit. I say, oh yeah, nigga, this that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to be Oh, John, you kind of sexy now. I do. <laughs> um, but all the songs, he, it did not make sense for him to be in. Uh-huh. To be quite frank, he didn't need to be an intro to a rebel. But he just had to be in something. That was the best he was going to get. And it made sense because I did talk about motherhood a little mm -hmm. bit in the song. Um, every place I shot at in intro to a rebel is my old neighborhoods. The porch I'm on is my house on Fleming in Nevada on the east side, on the pictures at my fourth birthday party when I am popping on the floor. Them pictures is like on my page. That's the house I, I lived in. Um, I'm in another house on Buckingham. That's where I was at when I was born, on East Warren. Then I'm like two blocks down, cause who does that? But my mama moved from Warren and Buckingham, two blocks down almost to Devonshire. I, I record over there. Um, One of my neighborhoods that I grew up in, I grew up with like Babyface Ray, GT, we all grew up together. A lot of us went to the same Boys and Girls Club on Seven Mile and Shainer, but they tore it down. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yep, they tore that bitch down. Um, 
I saw it, I found that out because I was going to shoot my scene there and it was gone. Um, me and like GT from Detroit, we went to that Boys and Girls Club. Babyface Ray lived probably like six blocks from me. They used to come to my house and jump on my trampoline. Like, you know what I'm saying? We really mm -hmm. kids. Like I got a lot of throwbacks. They be mad if I post them. I got a block that I grew up on. I don't show the house, but I show the street. It's called Groovner, but I don't show the house because we still own the house. We don't live there, but we own it. So I don't show that house because my motherfucking sister was like, don't show this house on that video. Don't show this house. <laughs> so I didn't show it. I just showed the street sign. Mm -hmm. um, I showed some things that I did. We got a Spirit of Detroit statue and I have a Spirit of Detroit award. I got my Spirit of Detroit award in 2018. Young as fuck. I probably one of the youngest bitches who got a Spirit of Detroit award. People getting Spirit of Detroit awards now that I feel deserved it before me. But, like um, this designer in my house mom, CDK, she just got her Spirit of Detroit award last week. She should have been got it. I got mine so long ago, five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so I hold my award up. I got like best salons, best black owned salons. I got like two of them, I show them. I'm in front of my salon because it was a bunch of like, you know, talk about my salon. Mm -hmm. Even though my salon was like the hottest salon in the city. Fuck any hoe who say it wasn't because you a fucking liar. Everybody in the city came through with, and everybody that ain't from the city came through with. When motherfuckers came to Detroit, they went to Whip, nigga. And that's because it built, I built up that household name for Whip, whip at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I, it closed down, so. I show my awards up there because I'm done with it. To be honest, I don't even want to run a shop anymore anyway because I hate hoes. Running a shop for six years, I learned that I really don't like bitches. It's not the people that I worked with. I love them. But it's just like the customers and just it, too many energies all day coming through. I got to have a smile. I'm not even happy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I got to be like, hey, how you doing? I don't give a fuck how you doing. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> And I can be honest about it now because shit is over with, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck how no hoe doing. <laughs> they don't give a fuck how I'm doing. The ones who give a fuck how I'm doing, I care how they doing. Now, if I can feel a vibe like, oh, this bitch care how I'm doing, mm -hmm. then I genuinely be like, damn, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? But right, like, yeah. I don't want to run a shop no more. Um, but I, and that's why I had that in there. I show like I was like Detroit's favorite female um, mm -hmm. socialite. I got that award, it's like a ring. I went to like this fist statue that we got downtown. It's like a monument in Detroit. Um, I think that's a lot of stuff that I, I showed my like trophy for that. Um, I did a lot of giving back there in that video. Like I came like on Woodward under this bridge, it'd be a lot of homeless people. Mm -hmm. And I just came there and I gave them food, you know, pizza. And I was hungry too, so I ate with them. When I was eating that pizza, I really was hungry. And I gave all the money, too. Um, but I didn't show me giving them the money. And um, they agreed they wanted to be on camera. But I didn't just give them pizza. I gave them money, too. Um, I went like to this park where it'd be a lot of football games, cheerleaders and shit. The ice cream truck came. I bought everybody ice cream. I probably spent like 400 on ice cream on that video, you know? Mm -hmm. But that was just to show like my good side. Right. Because I do a lot of giving back. Mm-hmm. I really have. Nobody in Detroit have done the things that I've done for young girls. Like, let me take that back. I'm a lying ass bitch. People have done shit. Yeah. You know? But I have came together and, you know, accumulated, you know, a lot of things for girls. Like, I got 
my friends and their businesses and other people to come in and give four girls proms. We gave them dresses, shoes, weave, makeup, nails, um, bundles from Mink Brazilian. People don't talk about that. Nobody right. talks about the good you do. Mm -hmm. Because bullshit, you know, people like to talk about, you know, whole shit before they talk about good shit. Tell somebody some whole shit, it's gonna travel a mile away. Tell somebody some good shit. Nobody gonna know. All right, Jasmine, we absolutely loved you on the porch. Um, I think we about to wrap it up, so you have any last words or shout outs? So, I wanna shout out, I'm gonna shout out my mama, even though she ain't even gonna watch this, because I love her. You know, she created me, and without me, it's, I was about to say without me is no her. That's how high I, that's how high I am. Without her is no me. Um, but she never gonna watch this shit. But I'm gonna show it to her. Like, look, ma, look what I said. <laughs> she like little shit like that. Like, oh. Then she don't care. Um, I'm gonna shout out my baby, but he not gonna ever watch this because I'm smoking through the whole interview and he don't even know I smoke. Um, I've been hiding that this whole time. He don't know I smoke. And I be hoeing people that smoke. So he don't think it's sweet. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. I don't lie. I don't lie at all. I'm never lying to no nigga, no bitch, because who gonna do something to me? <laughs> but you know when you, you gotta be real with your kids, but you gotta be not all the way real because they not ready for that. You know? Mm-hmm. But one day I'm gonna tell them everything. Um, <laughs> And shit, shout out to all my motherfucking friends who rock with me, who fuck with me, to pe the people on this fucking porch that I fuck with, you know what I'm saying? Um, the people who are not on the porch, who could have, who, who, you know, would have been on the porch if it wasn't so last minute. Um, we in Atlanta, we, I don't even live here. You know? Um, but all my motherfucking people that fuck with me, that rock with me, shout out to y'all because I fuck with y'all. And, Shit, shout out to me. Huh. Cause I'm, nigga, y'all, do you see this shit? <laughs> for real, do you see this shit? Like, I'm sorry, but I'm that for real. I've been that, gonna always be that. Don't wait on me to not be that. Cause it's never gonna happen. You know? And I'm just happy to be here off the motherfucking porch. <laughs> changing me i'ma leave if you change on me basically keep that fake love far away from me can't you see it's a beast in me ain't no tame in me humble